You're listening to the MoneyWeb SAFM Market Update Podcast with host Fifi Peters. So we're staying in the uh, automotive lane uh, with Supergroup, who also released their results for the six months to December today. Profit growth in the period was pretty strong, uh, supported by what the company said were a strong consumer supply chain, a good uh, performance in transporting commodities, as well as higher revenues coming from uh, Europe. So we get into the uh, market uh, reaction and the analysis to the numbers. The stock price finishing actually 2% higher uh, in today's session. Peter Mountford, the CEO of Supergroup, on the market update. For more, Peter, thanks so much for your time. H- how would you uh, describe the operating environment uh, right now? I mean, you mentioned uh, rising costs in your statement, the fact that competition is pretty tight out there. Uh, the concerns around the resilience of the global economy and, of course, the local punches of load shedding. But how would you describe the operating environment and how has that influenced the decisions you are having to make or perhaps not make? Yeah, thanks very much, Fiti. Um, the operating environment is difficult. Uh, you've highlighted some of the issues around load shedding and other elements linked, linked to that sort of disruption. But generally speaking, a supergroup has done well in South Africa and uh, within Europe in terms of looking at our cost structures. We've done a lot of rationalization and combination of businesses. In Europe, we've combined a lot of uh, uh, DCs across centers like Hamburg and Hanover and, and many other centers. We've closed down some transshipment points in southern Germany. And all of those cost reduction exercises are bearing fruit in, fruit in that in, environment at the moment. Similarly, in South Africa, in our dealership space, we've combined businesses so that we are onto a multi-brand dealership base, which gets you a better recovery on those particular premises. And uh, that is all bearing fruit at the moment. There's no doubt there's headwinds. South African consumer is under pressure. Um, but generally speaking, the Supergroup is well positioned, and we've had some quite significant market share gains in the consumer and convenience space in South Africa in particular. Mm. Mm-hmm. Whose lunch then are you stealing in South Africa? Oh, I think it's a it's a wide base of of, of operations that we we've managed to pick up some market share from. There's also uh, some of the entities are where there's an outsourced solution for the first time for some of those principles. So it is very widely spread. In Europe, Peter, I mean, we have been watching the uh, pictures and the headlines of what's coming out of Europe. I mean, you've got a war that is happening in the neighborhood that's about to mark its first uh, anniversary. We talk about load shedding here in South Africa. There were concerns around a really chilly and cold winter over there with an energy uh, crisis also that was um, seemingly looming. You've got inflation and rising costs that are also at levels that Europeans are not Uh, uh, used to and you've also got slowing growth knocking on that economy's door how has it been for you and i suppose i suppose the more important question what are your expectations uh, for that region going forward so when you look at our european businesses the german business was a relative underperformer first of all through the period where we had worldwide transport protocols and, and restrictions on vehicle sales and then moving into the COVID pandemic where a lot of automotive manufacturers went through closed down periods. Coming out of that, you've seen the semiconductor crisis and a general shortage of new vehicles on a worldwide basis. So through that period is, is when we really reorganized our German business and cut our cloth to, to what we perceive to be a sustainable economic uh, structure. 
So, so we are reaping the benefits of that. When you look at that performance coming off a low base, we're over 800% up in profitability in that region. And actually, we're very well positioned for growth because even today, the automotive manufacturing volumes coming out of Germany are relatively low. There's pent-up demand in that space internationally, and we're quite a big mover of automotive parts in a logistic sense. So, so we think we're quite well positioned in Europe for growth. There's been, there's no doubt been an impact from the Ukraine war. It's spilled over into diesel cost increases, which, which puts some pressure on our operations. Uh, there was the risk of, of energy, an energy crisis in Germany, which seems to be averted. So, so they seem to have sorted out their gas supplies at this stage. Um, but there are most definitely economic challenging, uh, circumstances prevailing. But there's equally a lot of upside as, as manufacturing kicks back to the top of levels you saw before COVID. Mm-hmm. Uh, just in terms of uh, the trends uh, you are seeing right now, I mean, you mentioned parts and we were speaking to a fellow uh, competitor in the South African space uh, just before uh, our discussion with you, uh, with Motors, and we're talking about the situation around shortages and the delays that it caused to getting some cars in and the like. And you even mentioned the uh, situation around uh, semiconductor chips. Has that situation normalized? And also... Uh, what 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 is the uh, impact and the expected impact to be on the prices of these parts and even car prices in and of themselves? Okay, so um, the, the semiconductor crisis hasn't normalised, and as I said to you, automotive volumes are down in, in production level. I mean that is a significant concern for us. For example, in Australia, our fleet lease business has has got a very good order book in terms of uh, new contracts that we've entered into, and the churn rate uh, of vehicles in existing contracts is far slower than it should be, which means we, we're losing revenues on on new financial products and the introduction of introduction of new vehicles, as well as a, a slowing of the churn rate in terms of second hand vehicles. That crisis is with us for the foreseeable future, certainly to the last quarter of calendar 2023, and and it is a significant concern. Um, the same applies in South Africa, where you still have a shortage of certain vehicles and certain um, ranges within vehicles within vehicle products, um, and that that is a, a problem in terms of our dealerships. But I think you're you're starting to see a steadily improving supply situation and there's quite a lot of pent-up demand which should be good for for the south african and australasian markets okay see that uh, sounds like a slight contradiction for me because you're talking about pent-up demand but in a previous sentence you said that you were seeing a consumer here in south africa that was uh, under pressure so how's the how's the consumer showing up at your dealerships well, I mean, they, they, you know, they get to a stage. The, the consumer is obviously buying down a little bit in terms of the vehicle market. You've seen that the premium sector is under some pressure. So there's certainly a, a buy down in, in the market. But there comes a stage where one needs to, to, to replace vehicles. And most certainly the new vehicle um, value proposition is, is a lot better at the moment in relation to used vehicles than it has been for a while. So that, that is the type of demand you, you, you're starting to see coming through South Africa. But bear in mind, we're coming off a very low base. If you go back mm-hmm. 10 years ago, people were talking about South Africa maybe selling a million new vehicles a year. We've dropped well below 500,000. And, and across a population of 66 million people, we're, we're due to sell about 530,000 vehicles. Australia, with 
20 million, uh, with 20 million people, so a million vehicles plus per annum. So we are coming off low, low bases, so it is relative in a sense, and, uh, and you are seeing a buy-down most certainly from consumers. All right. Peter, you're also uh, guiding that a growth in a future will uh, include a growth for your bottom line. Uh, you're saying that your profits will be supported by new business opportunities as well as rigorous cost management. I want to talk to you about those new business opportunities. Uh, where are you seeing such opportunities? Yeah, we're seeing uh, opportunities to expand our consumer and convenience uh, customer base in South Africa. We're seeing good opportunities to grow our fleet lease business, primarily in, in South Africa, uh, Kenya, and East Africa. Uh, we've got very good growth opportunities in Australasia. The acquisition of lease plan has certainly bulked up that business, and we're getting significant synergies uh, coming out of the combination of SG fleet and, and lease plan but most particularly an excellent pipeline of new business in that environment. In the UK as well, we've been quite strong in the Ford brand. We've wanted to to expand somewhat into Hyundai Kia, which we've managed to achieve in this period. We bought Dalgoth Group, which which brought with it um, a number of additional Kia, Hyundai, and a Suzuki dealership. So those are some of the areas that we we potentially see growth and, and earnings go forward. And similarly in Germany, uh, as you see automotive volumes restore, um, our performance should should be exponential. All right. Peter, uh, good to know, and particularly that you are seeing some opportunities here in uh, South Africa. Uh, Peter Mountford, the CEO at Supergroup. You've been listening to another MoneyWeb SAFM Market Update podcast, uploaded weekdays at 7 p.m. For more MoneyWeb podcasts, go to moneyweb.co.za or the app and follow MoneyWeb News for daily updates.